Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Conclave Radio. It is a Tuesday, so we were so good and consistent with our Wednesday shows, and now we are a random Tuesday show, apparently. Casey, are, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, and I'm so happy we're uh, ahead of schedule this time instead of behind schedule. We're on a roll. Episode 7. Wow. Doesn't it? No, 8. This is 8. Is this 8? I, th- I think this is 8, because last week we were challenged, right, by set by... Um, Greg to do a conclave of seven, right? Would that mean this would be episode eight? I get. You know what? If we have enough episodes to where I can't keep up with them, that, that's okay with me. That means we've been very consistent. That yeah. means we've been very consistent. Uh, I kind of feel like we just did one because we were Thursday, Friday. We just came back from the studio, and now we're here again. So, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a great day. We're glad you're here. Uh, if you are listening live, you can feel free to call in. Uh, Eric code 3026 That's 826 I wish that had that make it, made like a name or a word. Or like, turn into a, we find out what 7088 would be in a word. You can say 826 call or, or whatever. Yeah. Figure out, yeah. So uh, it was a great week. We'll that was in conclave. We will introduce our special in-studio guest. It's a historic day today, Casey. Yeah, our very first in-studio. And she's getting the full experience. I can I can see on her face she's she's overexcited. Well, you're finding out how the sausage is made. I mean, that's you know that's <laughs> how you find out, right? Because you don't want to know. I mean, this is this is where the magic happens. You're not just listening on your phone. You're getting the full experience. We should like have tickets or like a studio, oh, a studio audience. Yes. Would it, of course, we would. Have, we were going to do that on the Halloween night, but I mean, I don't. I don't want to bring up a sore subject, but you know, someone bailed on uh, us that night. But anyways, I digress. Um, let's bring on our in-studio guest. She is none other than Lisa Johnson. We're so glad you're here with us. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you for having me today. Oh, it is our pleasure. It's just our pleasure. Uh, now, let's be honest. I think today can be a very interesting five random questions with Lisa. Um, my dog was apparently just chewing a $1 bill there, so that's what we just found out. But, um, you know, we're still going to do five random questions with you, Lisa. 
Um, we, we, we've been looking, and I, I feel ready. Yes. You know? And Clint, you should feel ready, too. <laughs> That's I, what I'm talking about. I'm not sure who's more nervous, me or Lisa. <laughs> so I think it'll be five very good random questions. We will do it as always. We will not pull any punches. Uh, but there is no no questions allowed. You can't be passing. You got it. Whatever is asked, you got to answer it, right? Unless it incriminates me, and then you have full right to to bypass. Right? You can veto that. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, let's re- let's recap the week that was. Uh, this past Sunday was our Italian Thanksgiving festivities. Uh, we had some great Italian food. We had we had the tablecloths. We had, we sat together as a family. Mm-hmm. What were you guys thought about? We'll start with Casey. Uh, it was delicious, first off, and I'm glad we got to see uh, some new faces, some reoccurring faces. Yes. Conclave is definitely growing, and I'm glad they could they could be there for the Italian Thanksgiving with us as well. Yeah, we had a it was a it was a crowd of people. I'm glad we had plenty of food. I guess right. Yeah, we ended up having a really great crowd, and the food was great. We had to kind of uh, make a last minute alteration in where we were going to get our food from, but ended up being really great. Yeah, we say yeah, we're going to have it from this restaurant. Uh, all great. I call the night before and I say, hey, I need to pick, put an order in for tomorrow. And the lady says, tomorrow? And I say, yeah. She <laughs> says, we're closed on Sunday. So we had yeah. to call an audible, but I think it turned out fine. Yeah. My, I mean, I didn't even know that. So my, it was good to me. My belly was full. Was your belly full? Mine was over full, as uh, always. Yes, indeed. It, it was delicious. Um, so we had Italian Thanksgiving. We, of course, had a great worship time with uh, Chase and Lauren as they led us in worship. Uh, and then we, 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 we talked a little bit. We talked about uh, – we did a little subject segment called Magic Sticks. Sorry, so Casey, let me ask you about Magic Sticks. Mm-hmm. Lisa already knew about Magic Sticks. What, did, how, how long did it take you to be in on the – or did you pick up on it pretty quickly? Oh, I, I, I didn't even know until you, uh, you told me the secret. <laughs> Very nice. I was, I was stressing out. Every, I think you did like three or four rounds. Yeah. And am I, am I supposed to explain how it works? I mean I can. Well, I guess I can we can just talk in – you can broad brushes. Broad brushes. Broad brushes. Okay. Yeah. So Clint has a bunch of sticks in Conclave, and I'm thinking this is going somewhere differently. And he wants to play this game. And what was it? You have to pick a number between one and ten. One and ten. I'm and, a, mm-hmm. and and he sits these sticks on on the ground in certain forms or ways. And I'm thinking, I have no idea what's going on. I'm thinking they're like Asian symbols or something. Right. Yes. Um. And apparently I just had to watch my surroundings a bit more than I should have because I was stressing out. And then there were a few people who were like, oh, this is easy. Well, so, so. Here, here's the thing. I, I, I thought about doing it for the whole group. But then if you do that, then you open yourselves up for the wise guy who's going to say, oh, yeah, I see what you do. You just blah, blah, blah. And they try to be the clever one. Mm-hmm. So I had to say, well, let me just pick out someone who I thought would be fun with it. And we picked Michelle. I mean, she she's already <laughs> she's kind of our easy target on the show, and she was a good sport, even though Landon tried to spoil some things because you know he yeah. was the, he would have been the clever one. He'd have been like, oh, I didn't know we were supposed to tell how to figure it out. Yeah, but he did, and I, you know, he's smarter than me. So <laughs> oh, did you hear that, Landon? Just uh, Casey just said that Landon is smarter than. Uh, did you hear that? Uh, I'm never saying it again. Yeah, don't say that again. That'll give him the big head. That'll give them the kid. Uh, but you, you also said you got this this uh, game or trick from this guy named Big Dave. And I, for the podcast, I really want you to do your impression of Big Dave again. Oh, you want to hear? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Big Dave is about 6'3", 250. Um, he's a, a naturalist. 
but he is also has the voice almost of like Crush from uh, Finding Nemo. So it's like, I'm Big Dave. And of course, I'm doing the, the sideways peace sign. I'm Big Dave. And all, this is awesome. I mean, that is literally Big Dave. That is no stretch of the imagination. That's how he talks all the time. It's awesome. It's gnarly. Yeah, so Big Dave was was a great experience. Lisa, what would you think about Sunday night, about the magic sticks and all those things we talked about that night? Well, I knew in the car that I was going to get you to let me in on the game because <laughs> after the broom game on Halloween, I knew I would get myself very frustrated. So I kind of um, put the wife guilt you trip the on there. Card. Yeah, I played the wife card, and I, I had you go ahead and let me in on the game. So um, it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it was it was it was a good time. It was a good way to kind of start the message. I kind of talked about lessons, things that I learned from Big Dave, uh, going with the fifth grade trip to Camp McDowell, which is in uh, northern Alabama, and we kind of talked about uh, observing your surroundings. And Big Dave used this magic sticks analogy. He, he played the game with the boys, and he talked about how we should observe kind of what's around us in life. And the older we get, that we always need to be aware of our surroundings and making wise choices. And I kind of compared that to the scripture that talks about how it's the same thing in our walk with God. Uh, and then we kind of talked about the lost knowledge. Y'all remember mm-hmm. that? Um, it, it was just, he, he, the way he brought it up was he, he talked to us about this tree. There was a certain uh, bird, a woodpecker that drills holes in a tree and that the Native Americans would call that bird the teacher. Mm-hmm. And when you saw those, there's only one woodpecker in North America that drills holes all in a straight line, and that's the, it only comes in Alabama during its migration period. And Big Dave would say uh, that the Native Americans called that the sign of the teacher, and that he said things like that. He says, "Man, your your parents would, would <laughs> your parents would have known this, your grandparents would have known this." He said, "But this is like a lost knowledge." And he talked a lot about that over the course of the three hours we were with him. About he would tell us about this tree or this bird or um, this way of life, and he called that the the. So it, it was a lost knowledge that's just not taught anymore, and so we we lose that all its cool things. And so we kind of compared that to some of the lost knowledge of the church that things that were so commonplace twenty, thirty, forty years ago, and now it's kind of coming. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, you mentioned, one example was tithe. Uh huh. Um. And I, I remember tithe mainly because my parents are really big into it, though. Uh-huh. But obviously, you know, be, being a youngster, uh-huh. uh, it, it wasn't something I always practiced or knew of. I, I, in fact, I'm pretty sure I only learned about it recently because mm-hmm. when I started getting paychecks. Yep. So uh, that was a big one for me. Yeah, that's the that's the time to do it is when you first start Mm -hmm. so that when you're making, when you first start having a job and it's consistent making money, you just go ahead and do it. And then what happens is is it just becomes kind of a way of life. Mm -hmm. And then what happens when there are little cases around and they'll say you do it. And then the cycle continues. Lisa, what did you think about that lost knowledge aspect of the show? Of the the show, (laughs) of the service. Right. Well, yeah, no, I really enjoyed that part, you know, and I thought it went really well with what we actually, our speaker spoke on Sunday morning because he referred to that, you know, and I think that there is a balance of maintaining a lot of our heritage and, you know, the things we were taught when we were younger or the older generations, but yet still balancing it with the needs of today also. Right. Um, And then we kind of, uh, I read this, we talked about how that because we have this lost knowledge that we kind of lose out on, um, 
the sign of the teacher should be on our lives and how other people should see us. So when we forget that knowledge, we, we no, no longer have the sign of the teacher on our lives. And um, and so at the end of, of the whole show, before we say goodbyes, I'm going to read that quote that I read from that pastor in Zimbabwe because I just love it, love it, love it. So we'll look at that again before when we say goodbye. But it's time. Uh, Lisa, it is time. It is It is the most popular segment of the show for sure. It is time for five random questions. The time when we, that is how we judge our listener, our, our guest. Oh, gosh. Okay, so. There's a lot of pressure. There is a lot of pressure, but you 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 can do this. I believe in you. Uh, as long as you don't incriminate me, I think you're going to do a great job. Uh, but this is how you're judged. The world will judge you based on this. I mean, are you going to be Michelle? <laughs> okay. Are you going to be Pastor Mike? Are you going to be Drew? Are you going to be Greg? You know, Greg's like in his own atmosphere, not because it was so awesome. Oh, he's just, on a totally different level. Yeah. But that made it interesting. It did yeah. make it interesting, yes. <laughs> I our, think you guys need to give Michelle another shot, though. Because, I mean, what, she was, we... She was our first guest. Right. So, I'm saying, I, I think, I'm pro-Michelle. I think you guys are going to have to give her another shot. And uh, That it, sounds like something we we will put in the books and think about. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll take that under advisement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's not that Michelle was bad. Michelle was actually fine. It's right. just she caused all the technical errors. It's just her atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, Lisa, as you know, Casey always gets asked the first question. You have five questions. We'll begin with you. Casey Hall, please begin. <laughs> well, Clint, I hope you're ready as well because this one uh, kind of involves you. Oh, now, that, right. now that I have the, uh, the advantage here. Okay. So my first question for you, Lisa, is um, what were your first impressions of Clint, and did you ever dislike him? Th- that is so unfair. <laughs> I'm I'm against this already. Oh my goodness, that was so long ago too. I mean, we've been married for almost 15 years, so we've been together for over 17 years at this point. But you know, <laughs> what's really funny is um, I was actually meeting him because one of my best friends liked him. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, so I was really judging him not for my friend and I was like yeah he seems like a great guy and then um here we are 17 <laughs> years later and how does your friend feel about this now Clint wanted to date me a little earlier in the relationship like he asked me out sooner than I would accept because I had to wait for my friend to me and her had a conversation and um, I made sure you know Things were good between, and we're still friends now. She's married and has her, you know, okay. own family, so all is well. But um, yeah, I had me and her, you know, talked about it before I ever went on a date with him. Okay, that was acceptable. That was fine. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll survive. Yes. All right. So, what is the most embarrassing thing you have ever worn? Now, I'm going to oh. take oh, out. Ryan. Oh, you know the answer to this. That's I... just mean. But it, it yeah, but it's a, there's a good little. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm most ready. embarrassing thing you've ever worn. And Clint knows this story, so this is probably why he, this is this is unfair. Okay, I was in fourth grade, and I lived in Arkansas only for a year. It was a miserable year. Nothing against Arkansas. It just was, it wasn't good for me. And, yeah, and, like, we, I had been in the same town, you know, and we moved for the first time. And so, one day to school, I wore back then hammer pants they kind of (laughs) they've kind of come back in style maybe a little bit 
like in that like in a different way you know at some point but they've gone back I don't know maybe they've gone back out now but anyways so there was a little group of friend of girls you know over laughing and one of them came up to me and told me that you could see through them apparently I guess they were thinner material or whatever so I was so embarrassed it absolutely devastated me and I'm I don't know I just felt like those girls were so mean and it was um you know, it's one of those things in fourth grade, you're nine years old, and I still remember it at 36. Definitely had an impact on my um, my psychological, whatever you call it. So Anytime I get really angry with Lisa, of course, it doesn't ever happen much. But when it does, if I just think about little fourth grade Lisa you being made fun of, if I recall it, then I, I lose all that anger. Because how are you going to be mad at little fourth grade Lisa being made fun of in her hammer pants? Yeah, no. Or, um Wardrobe malfunctions are always the funniest. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to go ahead and tell a story just because it's hilarious. Okay, go for it. Okay. okay. Freshman year, uh, I was in the band, so we just had to wear the gym shorts and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I told my friend, okay, I wore my jeans over my gym shorts so I could just take them off instead of having to change in the bathroom. Because I'm, it, you know, I got some glares, whatever. I told my friend, okay, here's the plan. We're going to go over to our other friend her name i'm gonna call her sm okay and you're gonna pretend to pants me but you're just gonna take out you're just gonna like pull down my jeans and not my shorts and we're like this is great so i go over there and all i remember is him panting me and i do a joking dance (laughs) and i look down and my dance became a panic because he actually pants me Anyway, that that was that was my. And it was story. your idea too. Exactly. So. so. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I guess I should ask a question now. Yes. Okay, so my I'll, I'll cut you some slack from the. Okay. From Clint, okay. if you had fifty thousand dollars, what is the first thing you would do? The first thing I would do is tithe. Oh, oh, oh so spiritual. Well, no, it's true though. Well, it's true, but. What, I mean, I absolutely, and I mean, and. I mean, I'm not trying to do this, but I, me and Clint were both brought up in families where tithing was of the mm-hmm. utmost. I mean, I honestly, like, I couldn't sleep at night if I didn't tithe first. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I mean, after that. Was, but after, okay, after, after that? Yeah. yeah, after that. I would pay off all debt. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's what I would do. That's pretty good. That's smart. Maybe yeah. take a small vacation in I mean, there. I, yeah, yeah. You know, we'd probably take the kids to visit. Disney World and yeah. Woo-hoo! Disney World. Oh, you hear that? Yeah. yeah. Right. So your your kids need to uh, help you gain this fifty thousand. That's first. right. We need <laughs> to get to work. Okay. Let me ask you this. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Wait, what are we on? This, this is question. question. I've already gone over the whole what? question. Yeah. All right. You've already done the yeah. yeah. Am I four? Is four? Oh, you've done pretty good. Yeah, you've you've done pretty good. You've done pretty good. All right. All right. So four and five. I mean, so you know, Casey's looking up. Uh, Casey's looking up a good one right now. I'm sure he's going to have a good one for you. I, I asked you about the embarrassing about the the pants thing. A little easier one. I can't go too easy on there. I'll get you know I'll get in trouble for that. Um. Let me ask you this. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh. That's the big question. Is a hot dog biggest questions of all time? Yep. I'm going to say no. It's ah. a hot dog. 
it's round meat. It's not sliced. There's there's jelly. It's it's more in the that's like saying is a hamburger a hot dog. I mean, is a hamburger a sandwich? Yeah, it's a taco sandwich. Yeah. I also agree. Just because there's bread involved? That's correct. No. No, 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 no. I think a poll out there, everybody's going to be on this. Dog. It's not a sandwich. No. I, I, you can't just put a weenie in the middle of bread and call it like a sandwich. That would also be a sandwich. I think any piece of meat with... Or other, yeah, uh, with other condiments in between two pieces of bread is a sandwich. That's a, that is a yeah. sandwich. A hot dog. You want to know why you two think this? Why? Because you're guys. Well, that... ask any <laughs> any woman out there. It's not a sandwich. It's a hot dog. I mean, it is your question, and you can answer however you, have, you wish. You have, it wasn't a wrong answer. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's how you answer it. We tend to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> we tend to disagree, but a hot dog is absolutely a sandwich. It is. Okay, all right, so you've done your, your – it's the last one. So, Casey, come on now. Don't disappoint. Oh, Here we go. Okay. You might need to play the Jeopardy music as I, as I, as I make sure. Oh. Do you like to be remembered? Oh, my gosh. Man, deep. To be remembered. How? I don't know if I really care, honestly. I'm not gonna be here. Like I would, I hope my kids and my family have fond memories of me. But what the rest of everybody thinks, I don't really know if it's that deeply important to me. Like I hope y'all, you know, have fond memories of me. But I don't know. I have wondered what somebody would say at my funeral, and I, I don't really know. You don't know what they would say at your funeral? Well, I mean, there's. I don't know that there's that many people who really know me that well outside my family. What about that? What, what about Casey? Casey would have no. Well, I think we're... Oh, well, I would bring up Hammer Pants. Oh, well, maybe, I'm maybe, just kidding. Maybe I'm Casey kidding. could be the one to speak at my funeral one day. <laughs> hey, and this is how I keep my children playing the piano. Not Addie, because she likes to play the piano. But I tell my son... Ah, uh, I see. You're, you're planning ahead. That's but I, we did. We went to a funeral this past week, and I was like... Son is taking piano lessons. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody really always gets me, I guess. I get you. Well, I know you get oh. me, but you've been with me 17 years. But yeah, that's yeah. why you threw that best friend away. Yeah, that's right. You know, but I'm okay with that because I know me and I know my heart, and you know, I'm okay with that. I think that's I, good. I think you're underselling yourself. I think we all undersell ourselves probably a little mm-hmm. bit. We all Especially like Lisa. Yes, definitely. Yes, definitely, Lisa. You, you would do that. Well, you did, you did very well, Lisa. You did very well. You survived the five. Yes. Now, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take us. Oh, was a doozy. It'll probably take us a few days to to process it and decide. What, you know, mm-hmm. Are it, you kidding me? It takes a couple business days. Yeah. I'm going to remind them. <laughs> who sleeps with at night. Oh, though. no. She's, call, she's pulling oh, up the wife card. You played, you've already played. Already I'm just twice. kidding. I, I, yeah, I don't know that I can beat some of the ones that have preceded mm. me. You did a great job. And there'll be many more we, way we, better we than me. We asked some, some incredible questions, though, so don't beat yourself I wanted, up. I wanted the Batman versus Spider-Man question. Oh. <laughs> Not Batman versus Spider-Man, though. I'd rather have, like, 
Superman versus Iron Man. I was going to ask you toilet paper Superman. over or under. I mean, that oh, was my over, backup. Yeah. Over, for sure. Oh, yeah. Over. Yeah. We, all, yeah. we can all agree over. We can all okay. go over yeah. because if, you, if any one of us said under, we were. I knew mm. you wouldn't say under because I live with you, but we were going to have problems. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm an over You were an over sure. Good. I want you guys one of these sessions to five random questions to each other. Ooh. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. We okay, can I have think like that a, would be fun. Like a questions war, and we could put up a poll. Who won? Oh, who gave the better yeah. answers? That, yeah. Okay. Y'all can be your own special guest. Or you could have a moderator. And yeah, we, we, we would need a moderator. Yeah. We would have to have a guest host special guest. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah we can work on it. That's a good suggestion. All right, so we just have a lot to do in about five and a half minutes. Are you telling right. me to be quiet? Is that what you're No, doing? I would never tell you to do that. <laughs> all right, but if you could just calm down for a little bit. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So, uh, all right, so we've got uh, the week upcoming this Sunday night at Conclave. We have a special guest speaker. Uh, his name is Jason Daffin. A lot of people know Jason Daffin from, from Metro Church. So Jason will be our guest speaker that night, so I'm excited about that. We'll have worship. We'll have food, the whole kit and caboodle. Jason is going to be speaking for us uh, Sunday night, so I'm excited about that. Um, he, I, I gave him one prerequisite when I talked to him yesterday about speaking I said you can you can speak on whatever you want, but if you you better not wear anything Auburn related. Uh, <laughs> we just don't promote that kind of stuff at Conclave. Well, then you might be upset when I come up to Conclave. Okay. I might just be a rebel because Casey. you said that. You know, no, won't hurt you. That's true. What I don't know won't hurt me. That's true. Gotcha. I'll be there, so I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm entrusting you to the ship and make sure everything yeah, goes yeah, fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure everyone's in their place. Okay. Let me read this real quick. You just got a few minutes, and then we're going to let Casey uh, everyone. Let me see if I can read this pretty quick. I'm part of the Fellowship of the Unashamed. I have the Holy Spirit's power. The die has been cast. I have stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I'm a disciple of his. I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away, or be still. My past is redeemed. My present makes sense. My future is secure. I'm finished with done, finished and done with low living, sight walking, colorless dreams, tamed visions, worldly talk. I no longer need preeminence, prosperity, position, or popularity. I don't have to be right, first, tops, recognized, praised, rewarded. I now live by faith, leaning his presence, walk by patience, and am uplifted by praise. Face is set. My gate is fast. My goal is heaven. My road is narrow. Are few. My guide reliable. My mission is clear. I cannot be bought, compromised, lured away, turned back, deluded, or delayed. I will not flinch in the eyes, hesitate in the presence of the enemy, ponder at the pull of popularity, the maze of mediocrity. I won't give up, shut up, let up until I have stayed up, prayed up, paid up, preached up for the cause of Christ. Must go till he comes, give till I drop, preach till long till he stops me. And when he comes for his own, he will have no problem recognizing there will be clear. Uh one one of the best things you'll you can read all or, or hear all day. Um just love it. Love it. Uh all right, so we were wrapping this show up. It was a great episode. Lee joining us. We appreciate you. Yeah. Great Woo. job. Yes, you're welcome back anytime since it's the studio is, a.k.a. Lisa's office. Oh, that's no, no, It's the studio. It's just the <laughs> studio. That's right. Uh, someone from Conclave asked, 
where is the studio? And I said, studio. I kind of break I'm just down. saying, I think my office has been hijacked. Well, it is no. It is, it is now the studio. We'll put up a sign. That's correct. <laughs> All right, Casey, tell everybody how they can connect with us on uh, Conclave. In Ham area, we have uh, our Conclave services every at Metropolitan Church of God. Uh, but if you're not in the area, you can definitely stick with us on Instagram at Conclave underscore Metro or also on Twitter at Conclave Metro. Or you can also go on iTunes or Blog Talk and subscribe to Conclave Radio. Podcasts every week. Also have conclave coming this way, so they have been ordered. They are in route, so hopefully by next week we'll all have some conclave radio stickers to give out to everybody. We're glad you listened. Subscribe on uh, iTunes, like Casey said, and we will see you next week for the next edition of Conclave Radio. Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.